Good morning, everybody. Happy Monday morning, May the 9th to you, 2016. This is Marty Duran with the 4th Estate Drive Time coming to you live from a Merge Happy I-40 just east of Nashville, Tennessee. Good morning, everybody. The 4th Estate Drive Time is brought to you by Suit Up by Philip Larson. Suit Up is a perfect book for the graduate on your list, high school or college. I think it would especially be helpful to high schoolers going into college as they'll be facing some lifestyle challenges they have not previously known. You can get it at suit up. You can get suit up at philiplarson.com. And okay, we're settled out now. And if you use the coupon code T4E podcast, it'll get you 10% in savings. And hurry, because this is the last week of ad sponsorship for suit up. So take advantage of that before your graduate has grandchildren of their own. Fourth State is also brought to you by Jord at woodwatches.com. 100% natural woodwatches, unique and unforgettable. Got a compliment on mine just last week. Is that the watch you wear on your podcast? Or the watch you advertise on your podcast? Yes, it is. And they were pleasantly surprised. So check it out at woodwatches.com. Use the coupon code T4EPODCAST and save 10%. Or, hint, hint, go to my blog and use the, the digital... Uh, ad on the right hand side that has a coupon built into it and I think you might save more than that depending upon the watch you choose so check them out one subject matter this morning there's a lot of rumbling about forming a third party or another party that would be a conservative alternative to the Republican party so basically this uh, is being led by folks who aren't happy with the Republican presumptive nominee and definitely are not going to vote for the Democratic presumptive nominee. And so there's ramblings now about starting another party. Uh, assumedly, they're not satisfied with the Libertarian Party because it, uh, its platform is pro-choice, even though some Libertarian candidates have been pro-life, uh, including Austin Peterson this year. However, uh, a third party that is a more conservative party, in my mind, is uh, a setup for a disaster. And uh, I'm going to give you a few reasons why I think that is the case. Uh, Number one, it's a protest vote at this point. It's not a strategy. If you go back in history, third-party candidates, even the ones who uh, get a lot of votes, don't have a large amount of impact on the race. Um, to dilute the Republican Party even further plays right into the argument of those who say voting Libertarian or voting Constitutional Party or Constitution Party uh, dilutes the vote. Uh, I really don't think that there are enough bona fide conservatives in America who would split from the Republican Party to vote for a more conservative. Um, version. I mean, it seems to me you might as well just call it the Tea Party and not have the Tea Party as a subset of the Republican Party. Um, I don't think the numbers are there. So assume, just for the sake of argument, that uh, the folks who are calling for a new party to be formed form a party, and it's called the Tea Party. Um, the, one, the people who are the most likely to vote Tea Party Uh, as a protest to Trump or a protest to the 
presumptive Republican nominee um, are the people who are more conservative socially. Um, they're not necessarily people who are more conservative economically <clears throat> uh, because nobody really knows what the party's platform is going to be on that. And a lot of this rumbling about a new third party has come from uh, Trump's inability to uh, stay consistent on the pro-life issue, more specifically even with regard to funding or not funding Planned Parenthood. So the um, don't call it the Tea Party, call it the pro-life party. Uh, and even then you're going to have problems because pro-lifers aren't agreed on what kind of legislation should be pursued, should it exempt uh, the cases of rape, incest, and the life of the mother being in danger, or should it not? Uh, Does pro-life mean pro-life from conception and to natural death, which would exclude support for the death penalty? Uh, I really don't think that this kind of a protest without a legitimate strategy is workable, and um, the Never Trump people may be part of this and may be happy uh, to do it, but I don't think that it, it provides a valid option for this election cycle anyway. <clears throat> uh, running on to that, and actually probably just uh, an addendum, is the numbers to win states aren't going to be there. I, I don't think that a, uh, a general third party like the Constitution Party, say, or a newly formed Tea Party or pro-life party or whatever name that you want to uh, give it as a placeholder, is going to have the numbers across America. Remember, it's not about the amount of popular vote. It's about the number of electoral college votes that you can win, which means you actually have to win states. You just can't um, have a good chunk of the popular vote. The third party or independent presidential candidate who has carried the most uh, popular vote in the in my lifetime anyway I think this is accurate is Ross Perot his first run in 1992 I believe it was um, he took about 19% of the popular vote but Ross Perot didn't come close to winning the presidency because he didn't take a single state now there are many arguments that, uh, that you can track down about whether Ross Perot cost Uh, George Bush the presidency or not and exit polling from that period would seem to indicate that he did not cost George Bush the presidency at least not outright because exit polling revealed that Perot voters were split between those who would have voted for Bush and those who would have voted for Clinton and then there was uh, a, a number of people who said well I would not have voted had Perot not been an option so And then, of course, Perot got fewer votes when he ran again in 1996 against the incumbent. Um, So here we have uh, the incumbent, Bill Clinton, I should say. Uh, Here we have a situation where Perot literally took nearly one out of every five votes cast in the 1992 election and did not win a single state. You have to go back to 1968, I think, with George Wallace running uh, on the American Independent Party basically the segregationist ticket Uh, and he won five southern states, Georgia, Alabama Mississippi, Louisiana and I think Arkansas. He won five southern states for a total of about 
Uh, it was about 22 or maybe even 40 electoral votes and still was not able to spoil uh, the presidential run of Richard Nixon and had Nixon's primary opponent, uh, Hubert Humphrey, won all of the states that Nixon or that uh, George Wallace won, it still would not have been enough. So just running a third-party candidate doesn't necessarily mean that that person is a spoiler. Here's the thing. If Bernie Sanders were to run as an independent, Bernie Sanders would not take a lot of people who had previously been going to vote for Ted Cruz or Marco Rubio or Chris Christie or Carly Fiorina or Ben Carson. He would take uh, a sliver of the people who would otherwise vote for Hillary Clinton, and then he would pick up some people who would not vote, and then he would pick up some, sure enough, radicals who were just looking for an overhaul of the system. But he would not pull from, uh, he would not pull a lot from the center of American politics. If you run a right side candidate who is the, uh, on the right as Bernie is to the left, and that is more conservative than the party itself, then you're not going to draw, nobody's going to not vote for Trump, the presumptive nominee, to vote for a more conservative candidate, just like uh, very few people are going to not vote for Hillary and go for a much more uh, liberal, the announced socialist candidate, Democratic socialist candidate on the ticket. So just a few thoughts this morning on the efficacy of a uh, a new party, more conservative party, that uh, attempts to draw the disaffected Republicans. Uh, I don't think it has validity for this election cycle. And to be honest, I don't think that it has validity for the next election cycle. Now, if you know me and if you've read my blog, if you've listened to this podcast, you know that I am a fan of independent candidates. I'm a fan of third-party candidates. But the strategy of uh, creating a brand new party that comes from the, um, the disaffected Republicans in the Republican Party is not going to win uh, this election, and I seriously doubt that it would pull even a single state, uh, electoral vote-wise, away from either of the presumptive nominees uh, of the Democratic or Republican Party. I could be wrong, but I actually think that I'm right on this uh, conjecture. So if you haven't read my uh, two articles that I've written on my blog, uh, you'll probably need to search those. One is called The 11 States Needed to Win the Presidency, and it's a very easy electoral uh, math post about how uh, a particular candidate could campaign, literally campaign in 11 states and still win the presidency and ignore all the other 39 states uh, and not even need to spend one single ad dollar in there. It's fascinating how the electoral math uh, adds up. And then a post that I wrote last week on how to spoil the election for the Democrats and the Republicans that shows uh, a certain number and a specific group of states uh, could indeed hold up the presidency in an election where the country was uh, very divided. And uh, I think that 25 to 40, maybe, 20, maybe even as low as 30 um, electoral votes could jam up this election, but it would have to be very specific, and it does not entail requ- uh, it does not entail running a candidate for the entire country. So, 
This has been the Fourth State Drive Time, a production of Roundtable Media Group. If you have a podcast that you'd like to align with Roundtable Media Group, please shoot me an email, marty at roundtablemediagroup.com. The Fourth Estate has been brought to you by Jord at woodwatches.com. Check them out. Use the coupon code T4E podcast if you're late like I am with your mother's Mother's Day present. It might not be too late if she's in need of a watch. You can still get one. Use T4E podcast and save 10%. And also suit up by Philip Larson. Check them out at philiplarson.com. That's two L's in Philip and an E in Larson.com. Also a study guide available if you're a small group leader. This might be one for you to look into as a possibility for your students. And as always, this is Marty Duran. I hope you have a fantastic day.